The kitchen at Kai's Barbecue is firing on all cylinders. Greg, help me bring you to the pickup counter. He needs food runners who can hit the ground quickly. 86 on the chicken and we're short-staffed. Let's pick it up. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Are you overwhelmed with credit card debt and unable to pay your bills? Has your income decreased or have you lost your job? At Credit Card of America, we offer a free, no-obligation consultation to learn how you can cut your payments by up to half and potentially lower your interest down to zero. Credit Card of America is an A-plus rated company that will work on your behalf. We've counseled over 1 million consumers struggling with debt just like you. Call now for a free, no-obligation consultation and learn how you can become debt-free. Call 800-291-3818. That's 800-291-3818. The following is a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for a presentation of Radio Law Talk. With your host, Frederick Penning. Thank you for being here with the Radio Law Talk. I'm here with Todd Cunin, my co-host, and our producer, Cal Hunter. Another wonderful, wonderful Saturday, September 24th, 2022, to talk about some exciting, entertaining things that, uh, you know, don't expect too much, but we're going to make it exciting and entertaining at least. Because um, remember, we're the most exciting, entertaining, and only sometimes informative show on earth. I was going to say, Fred, you didn't say informative. What what, what are we talking about? Sometimes. We have to only sometimes, sometimes informative. Yes. But, but even then, yes. are there limits on the informative? Uh, we're semi-informative. Yes. <laughs> could could somebody take this in as precedent in court? No. No, no, no. They could try. They could, they could try, yes. Some, some Anybody can do anything. Some legal <laughs> programs may be more informative, but Radio Law Talk is among the top five. That's exactly <laughs> Well, if the judge does say, well, I take a, no, a judicial notice of Radio Law Talk, <laughs> then we're okay. Cal, Thank did you. you say we're among the top five? We're in the top five. Yes. Of course, there are like two, three Radio Law Talk programs on the radio nationally, and yeah. we're in the top five, easily. And, and, and number three was about cosmetics, since they threw in some sort of law talk, right? right. We, no, those special vitamin shows you see on Saturday Got morning. <laughs> but remember, we're not giving you legal advice. We're only talking about general topics of law. Seek local counsel call us at 855 law radio or email us at info at radiolawtalk.com you know if you are into the social media thing just go to just type in radio law talk on facebook google instagram we're not quite as good as we used to be in posting but we're going to start posting a little more as time goes on we're just getting too popular and we just can't stay up with it i mean that's just uh i'm pretty excited about getting popular but you know we we just do the best we can today is going to be kind of exciting I mean, we're going to talk about, ready for this, wire bras. And how the heck what? is what? Yes, wire bras. What does that have to do with the law? It has a lot to do with the law. Don't they leave rust marks? I'm not quite <laughs> sure. Todd, what about your wire bra? Wait, I, well, you know, it's just a topic we felt compelled to keep you abreast of. That's all I'm going to say. Exactly We're holding so. up our end. Yes. We, we, we lift and separate ourselves from the competition. You guys and... are absolutely full of it. <laughs> Showing great support for the... yes. So we're going to talk about that, and that's a very interesting topic. Uh, and then we'll get some more serious stuff. And that's actually quite quite serious, the, the wire bra situation. Yes, it, it is. It's... Lori Vallow, uh, we're going to talk about the latest in that case. Mom who told her kid to hit another kid while playing basketball, what the latest criminal activity on that is going on. And by the way, if you really look into it, the this young lady who decided to colcock um, without the person looking, uh, for what reason, I don't know, other than the mom telling her to do it. Um, the mom's being prosecuted, and it looks yeah. like there may be a settlement. We're going to talk about that. I didn't realize. Well, wait till you find out who the dad is. I know. I don't think that mom and dad, I don't think that they're married, or maybe not. I don't know what the situation is, but, but it might be a situation where mom takes the kid, and they're separated, and dad, but dad was very apologetic about what happened. Uh, we're going to talk about Shakira. Man, alive. She gets a case settled and then in trouble again. And so we're going to talk about her woes going on. Uh, we're going to talk about the latest in the California oil spill, uh, what a judge said about that. 
This um, was the one down in Southern California where yeah. the pipe broke, got yeah. moved to its side, and yeah. eked out a little oil there. Yeah. Yeah. And who is Fat Leonard, and why is this important <laughs> to you? We're going to talk about that. Just, just well, remember this, this that. is an update because we did cover it last week. Yes, yeah. But most yeah. people don't remember. I don't. You know, I hardly remembered. I wasn't here last week, so I don't. But I, but it is we're going to follow up on that. Latest on Bill Cosby, we got to follow up. There's so many more. There's probably another 14 things we got to talk about, but we don't have time to talk about those things. So we just pick and choose the most important parts of your life that affects your life, like wired bra lawsuits. Yes, that's you know that's going to affect you dramatically. So, so we're going to hook important. people up with the wired bra lawsuit information. Is yes, this? yes, that's the I'm first, sorry. the most important I'm thing sorry. that <laughs> happens. So. But anyway, hey, uh, uh, Todd and well, no, Mattel. I just, I just, uh, I just don't know. You're saying wire bra. I thought you were saying Y A bra, which is <laughs> no, a you know a conundrum, thing, yeah. <laughs> a conundrum that is plagued. And speaking of that, well, come on, you know that we're talking about man's ears at the same time. No, no yes, you know bra. that on television shows, when parts of females' anatomies pop through, there was a specific brassiere invented to oh. allow that to happen. It's called the T-shirt bra, and they're very really? still popular. Yep. You know, Cal knows all about I that. research these. He's, you know what? Research. He's, full, he's just, got a book on him. If you know Cal in his bathroom, he's got stacks of books. And, hey. So. <laughs> One of them, by the way, is a book called Goose. Goose! Oh! <laughs> yes, it's made my library, friend. Oh, it made the bathroom library. Goose by Frederick Penny. Yeah. Go buy it on Amazon or, or in Barnes & Noble. <laughs> a self-serving plug by well, Fred Penny. Why not? Yeah. A radio law talk. Oh, my gosh. Well, shoot, there's a lot to talk about today. We're excited about it. But, Cal, I want to just tell you guys, hey, thanks for filling in last week. I just – sometimes I would just – I just have to go do work. I mean, I have work all over the country, and I'm running around, and, and, and the radio law talk business is really doing well. I Fred, say I, I, I say it every time. I fill in for you in the big chair when you're on assignment because you're working. Yes. Hardest working man in, in the law, in the legal field. I, I don't know how you get everything done in a 24-hour day that you get done. You know, I, I firmly yeah. believe... I firmly believe that there's proposed legislation out there <laughs> to extend the number of hours in a day to 25, well, and they'd like it, an yeah. eighth day of the week. Yeah, Fred, well, I wish yeah. I could just buy someone's d hours. Well, I, here's some. I know that Fred was somewhere because I heard one of the TV announcers mention a relative of his, his name during the football game on television. I thought, Ooh. did Fred spread a little wealth there? Give him a free copy of the book. How did that happen? But yeah, he. Was involved in a pretty good play and yeah. I, multiple I, plays. I yeah. I saw that same one too. Yeah, it's pretty cool, huh? Did you see the breakup? Get well, the, the, the pass. Yeah, yeah the pass breakup back, exactly. Breaking yeah. up a pass with another player right. at the side. He that was burned. the one we were talking about. Oh, yeah. People yeah. don't even notice that one. Well, I do have offices there. I meet with my lawyers. I've had wonderful uh, opportunities. Uh, those of you who don't know, Opinion Associates is my firm, but I have a national firm that I have lawyers all over the United States and. Uh, I meet with them often, and uh, sometimes it's okay to have a Sunday off, <clears throat> which is very rare for me, and do some pleasurable things. By the way, some NFL players are my clients, so I can yes. go to an NFL game. It's, almost, it's all work. It's always yeah, work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you're right. You're right. I, I do love my son-in-law, who is a wonderful NFL player, and yep. we appreciate him. Who uh, I love to advise, and I advise his. <laughs> Here's Fred's advice: Listen, when you see yeah. him drop back, just drop into the middle and cover your zones and read your keys. That's his advice. No, coaches, hire me. Let me take care of this thing. I got this. I'm man. a lawyer. I'm Fred Pitty. I'm a lawyer. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> anyway, that's what's going on. We are going to do a case. Can I just set us up? Don't tell. We don't have time to do this. Set us up. What case or no case is about? Okay, sure. Now. This case or no case involves a case of stolen identity. We know in the military, if somebody steals someone's identity, claims they're a Vietnam guy or whatever, oh, that's a problem. Yeah. Well, this involves a member of a fraternity whose oh. father belonged to this fraternity and he died. And this kid takes a symbol of that fraternity and wears it around. Wow. And members of the fraternity were not happy. Well, you know what, Cal? Also, there's, there are people, and I, you know, I'm a social media buff, yeah. um, and there are people that go around and will actually follow people and find people that are wearing uniforms with medals and stuff, and it's fake. And they do it just to get to show up to things. And, just and to get, get attention. In, right, get right, attention, right, yeah. and they call them out on that. And there's like a number of people that do that, and good for them, for those real heroes. And uh, we appreciate the uh, wonderful heroes that, that are the, our men and women 
in the uniform. And don't be what you're not. There's no upside to that. Just be what you are. This should be good enough. Most well, cases. sometimes I don't want to be who I well, am. Well, in my case, know? no. But in most cases, I mean, in Todd's case, for an example. Yeah. Yeah, why do you think I'm not married anymore? Okay. I know what I'm not. <laughs> you faked one You faked one woman. You're not faking anymore. Right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> you hit your limit. All right. We're definitely going to do our case or no case. And then we're talking about wire bras. Now you're talking. You oh, got wait, to no. yeah. you gotta stay with us, man. We'll see you. Uh, keep up with what's happening on Radio Law Talk as we continue here after we take our first break of the big broadcast. And it's a big broadcast today. Radio Law Talk on your favorite local radio station and streaming live at RadioLawTalk.com. Stay tuned as the show continues. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. This is Radio Law Talk. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce on September 9th, myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny, available on Amazon Books, September 9th. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Uh-huh. Up inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quack, car wash. Are you struggling with a high cost of prescription medications? How would you like to save up to 90% on your medications and have them delivered for free? Now you can with one simple call. Yes, save up to 90% on many of your prescription medications by calling A-plus BBB accredited healthwarehouse.com based in Florence, Kentucky. No gimmicks, no coupons, no cards to use. And all prescriptions are FDA approved and safely sent to your home with free delivery. Here's one example of your savings. A 90-day prescription of generic Lipitor can cost $90 at your local pharmacy. Healthwarehouse.com offers the same medication for about 20 bucks. Find out how much you can save on your prescription medications and get free delivery with one free call right now. Call 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. That's 800-734-1229. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between 10000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're biz to credit a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal, and the approval process is fast. 
So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. Call now. Really a lot. I like that show. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show. Well, 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 we know everybody's here for one thing, and that's Cal Hunter's Case or No Case. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. I thought it was for me, but no, they're here for Cal. (laughs) Well, they ain't here for me. No, they're here for Todd and the Cats. All right, now. Ian Thrumble's father, Rodney, Rodney Thrumble lived in England, and Rodney was a member of the Mason fraternity, the Freemasons. Upon Rodney's death, his Freemason signet ring was passed on by way of his will to his son, Ian, and Ian wore it around town proudly until he came across a man named Neville, who was the worshipful master of the lodge. That's the guy who presides over the whole deal. And he said, you are not one of us, and you may not wear a ring that signifies that you are. And Ian said, but my dad was. And the mason said, be that as it may, if I see you with it again, we're going to have a problem. And they did. He kept wearing it, and the masons called their legal department and said, please try to stop him from claiming to be something he is not. And the lawyer said, you really want to die on this hill? They said, we want this to stop. So do they have a case? Or no case. Fred Penny, welcome back. You go first. Wow, that's interesting. And this is in England. Yep. Can you stop someone from wearing something that's a symbol and or a some sort of a, a, a setup of who you are in a Freemason society that was the dad's that he obviously had, what, uh, inherited, I would assume. Yep, got it from his dad. When his dad passed, his dad handed it down to him, hoping, I think, that his son would join and pick up the tradition. No, he, I get he did it. Not. I yeah. get it. I get that. That's a very interesting scenario because I've never thought about that, Cal. Yeah. Because, you know, do they have a right to do stuff like that out in the public? I don't think the pro- it's a civil matter. I don't think it's an issue of government like you're committing fraud for, in government. I think they could sue him civilly and try to claim that he's committing fraud and harming their society and the Freemasons. Um, but I think he can go around and wear it. No, I think, I think it is a case and he, he wins. That is the Rodney wins. He can wear the ring around all he wants. You mean Ian the kid wins? Ian the kid. Yeah. Rodney's the dad, right? Yep. So yeah. Ian, the kid, can wear dad's ring around town. Now, is he, by the way, I just want to clarify, is he out walking and telling people, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm this, this type of, I'm the grand poopa or whatever? No, no, but the Mason's fear is because they have such a behavioral code that he could do something that would defame mm-hmm. masonry and the lodge, even inadvertently. No, nope, so he can wear that it. ring all he wants. Okay, Todd Kunum, what do you say, case or no case? What have you seen? You ever seen the uh, the show Sons of Anarchy, the fictitious motorcycle gang? And I've stuff. seen the it, promo. It was on FX for the longest yeah. time. There was a scene in there where some guy had been kicked out of the gang. You know, they have a tattoo for the motorcycle club, and when you're out, you're supposed to remove the tattoo or cover it over. And they found a guy that hadn't five years later, and well, they had their own way of enforcing that little code of conduct. <laughs> I'd so, imagine, yeah. Uh, and I don't see the Freemasons doing that. Here's the thing that I see, though. Boy, if the Freemasons are upset that that their, uh, their organization might be portrayed in a bad light, well, they certainly would have a Oh, I don't know, a cause of action against authors such as Dan Brown and, and anybody that's ever opined in these thrillers about, oh, whatever societies and stuff, and I, I just think that uh, based on all of that, I'm going to say no case. 
no case because it it just I don't see how they could enforce it. I see how they could enforce it if it was a breach of their code by somebody that had previously agreed to abide by that code and received a benefit from it. So maybe but a former this, Mason, for as, as Fred was alluding to, yes. just a guy who used to belong, and they booted him out, and they said, don't wear the ring anymore like that? But yeah. this guy was never a Mason. Right. The, the fact that they are complaining about him because he's not a part of the group undermines their claim if they had one, that there was any contractual obligation he would have to abide by some sort of code with the group. And it sounds interesting and probably something that occurs in a lot of inheritance stuff, which I think is where you read it and thought, you know, I'll risk my eternal soul trying to lie to Todd and Fred this week. <laughs> there goes my library yes. again. No case. Okay, so no you, case. A scenario, so but no case. Says scenario, no case. No case. Todd says no, no case. No, I said it's a case. Oh, you did. I'm going to go say it's a case. Okay. I'm saying it's a case. And the guy wearing the ring can do whatever it's Ian or whatever. He can wear it all he wants. Fred well, lives on the edge. I saw him running with scissors earlier. Yes. So, you know. Well, well there were the round ones. In the well, well, that's yeah, true. He was he was cutting Play-Doh, but yes. whatever. And and little Lapage's pace, Lapage's <laughs> pace, you know, that stuff. Okay, so now here's okay. the here's all the story right. about Ian Thrumble yes. and his dad, Rodney. Trrr, hold on. Uh, should, I get a, should I put up a roll there? I guess yeah, I, uh, I you, can put up can. a drum roll. Or, or a kid's. I'll, or I'll a kid's. do a We Will Rock You. I'll do okay, this. That one. Yeah, okay. that's a good one. And the one, answer is, ladies and gentlemen. So you're telling me there's a chance? Uh, no, there's no chance. It is oh, no case. Todd. No case. Did you? That is a. Was that like a scenario or a yeah. real? Or, it's or it's a, real? a scenario. Only the one I read was a Boy Scout uniform. And, really? Tell yeah, me about that one. Well, really they were quick. just upset that a, a, a oh a boy a guy alternative wearing... lifestyle person before the Boy Scout Scouts went that way, an right. alternative lifestyle person was wearing the uniform, and they said, "Please don't do that." Don't oh. do that. And they said, no, I'm going to. They said, no, really, please don't do that. And the person said, no, I'm going to deal with it. So that was interesting. That. Yeah. So, Todd, no more Boy Scout uniforms you can wear anymore. You know, when they meet the girls and you wear your Eagle Scout, you're an Eagle Scout, aren't you? I am not. Oh, you're I not. Am not. Your brother is? My brother. I have two brothers that are Eagle Scouts. Oh, I have two boys that are Eagle Scouts. I am, I am not. I have a son who. Yeah. We digress, though. Okay, roll the, the end of this thing so we can okay. say. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is and next time a fishy case or no case. I kid you not. That's next hour. How could you just not love our show? Right? How could you just not love our show, Cal? That's what I said. All right, let's come back. We come back. We, we go from Boy Scouts. We go to, uh, you know, uh, Freemasons, now to wire bras when we come back. Wow. How do you beat that? You can't. On a Saturday, I wouldn't be watching any college No. Why would you bother? Well, you can have the radio on while you're watching the game. Yes. We'll be back. We'll be back. With more Radio Law Talk in just a little bit very soon right here. So stay tuned as the big program continues. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe 25000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is the perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need 25000 50000 or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-481-5621. 800-481-5621. That's 800-481-5621. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Do you have an old car sitting around your house? Maybe you're even paying insurance on it. Well, if you don't need that car anymore, donate it, running or not, 
to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. They will even come and pick it up for free and give you a receipt for a tax donation. Breast cancer screening could save the life of someone you love. And right now, they need your help. They want to save more lives through early detection by offering women free or low-cost breast screening exams. And that's what your old car helps to pay for. So get your phone out and call right now to donate your car to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. Remember, they will come pick it up for free and give you a tax donation receipt. Call right now at 800-245-0473. 800-245-0473. That's 800-245-0473. 800-245-0473. This week on the Green Stock Journal, we're looking at public companies dedicated to environmentally friendly alternative energy sources. Blue Biofuels, trading under the symbol BIOF, has developed and patented a technology that can convert ordinary plant materials such as king grass, sugarcane bagasse, and farm waste into sugars that are used to create ethanol and sustainable aviation fuels. Blue Biofuels does this in a CO2-neutral and environmentally friendly manner. With the Ukraine war leading to grain shortages and record high corn prices, Blue Biofuels offers an alternative to corn-based ethanol by using plant-based waste. There are limitations in the amount of corn available for fuel, whereas there is sufficient plant-based feedstock suitable for the BIOF process to replace half the fossil fuels used in the U.S. Technologies like Blue Biofuels could be the answer that brings about a biofuels revolution, producing billions of gallons a year, making green energy production finally a reality. Do your research now on BIOF. For more on this story, visit GreenStockJournal.com. GreenStockJournal.com. Oh, that's stone. I like the Amargosa Valley. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. So as a lawyer, especially as a defense lawyer for criminal cases uh, or you work at public defender's office, you have to go to the jail quite often. Yes, you and do. And you've got to go visit people. And as you go visit people, you have to, at times, go through a metal detector. And guess what was being set off, not just by the lawyers going in there, but by staff going into work at the you know facility guess what was happening todd take a wild guess oh uh you know based upon how we how we tease <laughs> tease this case uh, i'm going to say that the underwire bras were setting off the metal detectors how you, alarming how alarming <laughs> is right they were and this was in was this in missouri I'm, yes jackson yeah, county yeah, jackson county missouri and so what was happening is here's the dilemma so I, I love the women that, that, that did this to say, well, I guess the men have to take their belts off. I guess I'll take my bra off and put it in the little detector thing that the, I don't know, what do you think, that goes under the, the uh, so, so they'll, they'll what do you ha- call that thing? That, the, metal, the x-ray Metal machine. detector. Yeah, well, the, the x-ray machine. machine. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. They've, got the, they've got the little car. It's like going to the airport. Right. Where you walk through with the metal detector, right. but then they've got the thing on the side that actually x-rays the contents of your bag and right. stuff like that. Right. Yeah. So some, so they say, okay, we'll take my bra off and I'm going to put it in there and run it through. And then they had a little policy that said, you cannot put any undergarments in the little bin that goes through the thing. And they're like, then what do we do? Make and, up your minds, people. Yeah, make right. up your mind. And so what was happening is a couple women were getting disciplined. These couple women worked for the, the whatever the Department of Justice or the what uh, the it's jail, the, the, the jail, local yeah. jail, and uh, were being they claimed disciplined and uh, sent off and, and had other duties, and and so they sued. And you know what? This is what's interesting too. Seventy five, approximately seventy five female attorneys and supporters stage a public protest. Out in front of the jail, now you're talking. Said, why are bras <laughs> need to be uh, in because uh, this is this is not right. So uh, what happens is um, they finally uh, come up with a settlement of four hundred and five thousand dollars, of which uh, one is paid. There's two different people. I can't remember the name. One Harden and uh, another gal were paid. That was a Heigel. Heigel and there was Hengel, a Hard- Hengel. Hengel was a Harden. Hengel and Harden, H A R D I N. Yeah, Hengel and Harden, and they they basically split it. One got a little more than the other, but one got a lot more. One got two fifty five. The other got a hundred and fifty. Yeah. Now I don't know. 
I don't know how they came up with the split. I know that the one who got less right. had actually retired. That's the one. So yeah, the one right. who got more uh, was still an employee, and so that was. Uh, so what solution did they come up with? I, that's what you know. I was going to ask shirts that and skins. <laughs> Between you and I, this is us, Todd, and you as an attorney. I, I've gone through the metal detectors many times going to going to court. I see women attorneys and women all the time go through the metal detector. What's going on? How does that work? And I don't wh- know. And why is this not an issue with people that go and fly? There you know, you go. I don't see. I don't see people. You know, the number right. of times that I've flown, I don't see people. Oh well, you know. I guess I got to take my my brazier off and put it on the machine or whatever. But here's what happens. I go through metal detectors almost every day when I go to court, and I do have to take off my belt. Used to have a belt that never set it off. If you nice. get a, if you get a belt with a ceramic belt buckle, you're gold. Gold with oh, it, right, uh, right, right. But so I have to take your off. pants fall down too, right? It, well, that's a problem. Yeah, yes. yeah. So, uh, so and you, it's the wire underwear that always sets it off. I know. When I have to take off my wire bra, that's just really bad. But <laughs> I left my belt at the Phoenix airport one time, and I was tugging up my pants for the whole rest of the flight home. That sounds like a personal when, when you went, No, it's like when it you and I went there, to, when you and I flew oh, to Phoenix, yeah. and on the way home, I took my, and for some reason, I never got it back. I don't know why. He, Very you know, embarrassing. He, he should have told me and got another one, but that's You okay. would think. That's just, that's just crazy. But what they do is they'll send you through the metal detector, and usually the metal detector has a string of lights on, the, on both sides yes. that tells you about the height that is setting off. So if it's your belt, the lights about belt high are going to go off. If it's something around your midsection, the belt, the the lights that are a little higher. If it's in your shoes, it's going to be the lights at the bottom that set it off. And if they still can't find it, then somebody goes over with a metal wand, a metal mm-hmm. detecting wand, and right. it's that one that goes wow, wow. How's that again? Wow, wow. Well, you can imagine. <laughs> I love that sound. You can imagine the embarrassment of somebody wearing a wire bra goes through, well, we're going to have to wand them, and every time they move it over their chest, it starts to you know set off this alarm, and then that just adds embarrassment because if you're wearing a wire bra, chances are there's a reason. And so, you know, it, 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 I think that it, How it, is, that, it is something that they could have made a much more reasonable accommodation not uh, requiring what appears to be the public humiliation, especially for lawyers who have to go there all the time and people who work there. People you know, first off, that's the most important thing is it's someone with whom you're acquainted and you know that's their frequent wardrobe choice. Why do you you have to go nuts on that whole thing? I don't get that. Now, I will say if if I take take the other side about why they have to, there has always been a problem with contraband making it into the jails. And the contraband that makes it into the jails, by and large, is not coming from all, all uh, you know, despite what you see in movies like Goodfellas and stuff. The contraband isn't coming from the visitors. Nobody's baking a cake with a file in it and things like that. The contraband comes in from either vendors that are supplying the jail with laundry services, food and bulk and stuff like that, or jail employees. themselves, right, right. And so they do have to try to police it, but it's so specific to the underwire bra. Well, you think of that. You think about that. You could, that's metal, and they could make something into a knife, or that's a way to sneak it in, I would think. And I guess that would be the person they would suspect the least is someone that they knew to whom this happened all the time. That's a good point. But you think about it, Cal. I mean, you say it's an underwire bra, and they can do a thin knife. Um, that is that is concocted underneath well, I, the bra. I, I totally get it. And yeah. say, hey, it's my this so, is my underwire bra. So, so let's just think practically here. Oh no, please! I am going to get in trouble for this. <laughs> Don't you dare say anything uh, that's going to get us in trouble. Well, no, all I'm going to say is, look, the underwire bra usually is for people that, let's say, because of their anatomy, are in need of more support. Okay, okay. Are, are they're larger? Well, if you take a look at that, there's a lot of real estate or space between the one on the left and the one on the right, and if you're wearing an underwire bra. And you have that real I, estate I can't in the wait cleavage. To hear this. I can't wait. This analysis is absolutely going nowhere, Cal. That's the area where you have the yes, cleavage, Todd. <laughs> that is where other things that might set off a metal detector can be hidden. And if they don't check the underwire bra when you go through and you just, oh, it's my underwire bra, whatever else is hidden down there between the mountains is uh, – 
is subject to being smuggled in well, sure, if it would yeah. set off the metal detector, which is why they have to police it. But, you know. All I, I know is we're getting into mountains and underwire bra. This well, the is really question is, south. could they just walk into the courthouse without that level of support and then put it on once they go through? Put no, the you can't. You can't. It. But you can't run it through the X-ray machine at this facility. They said you cannot. No undergarments can run through. Wow. The and, and that's and that's probably like based on a health code that's issue. An arbitrary that, policy, you know, isn't uh, it? I, mean, well, I don't know. I just work here. Well, I, I think I think <laughs> that uh, taking off the bra. Look, if if you're wearing it and you have to take it off, and there are a lot of issues about. Where do you go to take that thing off? Exactly. Now, look, I have seen some very creative TikTok videos about how that happens. My guess is that's not going to be what happens at the court. And so, professional women yeah. lawyers—it's embarrassing. And it is. And and employees at the jail—I I don't know the solution. That's why we have eight five five Law Radio to call in, and you can tell us what the solution is. But I love that, and I'm glad they got four hundred five thousand dollars settlement. I don't know how. They are going to rectify the situation, though. Even though there's a settlement, I still don't know what happens. Like you said, at you know, getting on the plane. So did this go? On. Actually, go, it didn't go to court. It was settled out of court. Is that correct? Court, yeah. It was settled out of this court. This is a wow. 2000, and uh, it's been a few years going on, but it's just recently. Uh, settle out of court. Oh, 2019 this started. That's right. Well, if I were a taxpayer in Jackson County, I'd be writing a scathing letter to the editor. I can tell you that much. That's a lot of money to just give away because you can't be flexible enough to let women into the courthouse without having them undress themselves. I mean, it seems to me there's a... That's not smart. I'm glad we at least stayed on the rails when we went over this subject because Denise isn't here. She would keep... Oh, actually, she'd probably go off the rails. Oh, Denise Denise would say, well, you know, listen... Yeah, I have the creative liberty to say whatever I want, and you guys can't say a thing. <laughs> uh, more than that, we're going to come back and talk a little bit about we got a whole bunch of things. we got uh, Lori Vallow's latest and the mom who told her kid to sucker punch another basketball player. What the courts are doing about that. We'll be back. You talk about mama bears in sports. They do get defensive of their children. That's the big thing. We'll be back with more Radio Law Talk on this radio station and live Pacific 9 to noon at radiolawtalk.com. We'll be back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Here's Fred Penny with Penny and Associates. When you or a family member have been injured in an accident, what should you look for in a personal injury lawyer? The first thing is an experienced personal injury law firm that is actually taking cases to trial. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny, managing partner and founder of Penny and Associate Injury Lawyers. For over 30 years, Penny and Associate Injury Lawyers has been successfully representing individuals and their families. At Penny and Associates, we're experienced trial lawyers, and we work with you to get the best results. Go to pennyandassociates.com or call 800 616 If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Uh-huh. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce on September 9th, myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny, available on Amazon Books, September 9th. 
Have you outgrown your health insurance plan or just not happy with what you're paying for? The number one reason we all change our health insurance is price. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Would you like to have better coverage at a better rate or at little or no cost to you? Your life needs are always changing, but have you done anything to improve your health insurance for you and your family? Health insurance laws and coverage are always changing and getting better. It's impossible to do all the research yourself, but now it's all done for you for free. So regardless of your age or medical condition, take a few minutes right now and find out if you can save money or even qualify for zero-cost health insurance in your state. Call now. Paid for by Cheaper Health Insurance. 800-635-7188-800-635-7188-800-635-7188. That's 800-635-7188. Are you having a difficult time getting in and out of your old bathtub? Here's a new, affordable idea to consider. When you bought your home years ago, you had a traditional bathtub, and you put a shower curtain in it, and it lasted for years. But now, maybe you or your mom is having difficulty getting in and out of a high-step tub. For some people, that can be an accident waiting to happen. If you or one of your parents is in this situation, and you don't want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars, call Steve at Senior Safety Pro Tub to Shower today. They can help you convert any old bathtub into a walk-in shower, in some cases under $2,000, in about a week. It's simple, beautiful, and priced just right. Call Steve right now for your free consultation. 800-832-1549. 800-832-1549. That's 800-832-1549. no fun. This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show. So my daughter <clears throat> told me she had never heard of Lori Vallow. And I was like, really? And Because I was talking to her about what we're going to talk about. She goes, what are you talking about your show? And I was telling a little about uh, Lori Vallow is one of them. She goes, never heard of it, Dad. And so she watched the documentary on Netflix about, uh, I think it was on Netflix, Lori Vallow, and was just fascinated. And my son-in-law also, too, he was fascinated. Over the weekend, they watched all about Lori Vallow, and I just... And it's funny because that's halfway through. They're like, well, what is what is they're trying to get me to answer? Do you want me to tell you the whole story or should I just, all right, no, 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 let me watch it. And so they're just like, this is what's happened is just bizarre. So, Todd, just give a very, very brief overview what this is about. And, so, and I know Cal knows because it happened back in Idaho in his near, kind of near where he grew up. That's my home country, yeah. Yep, that's his home country. So Lori Vallow has had several husbands and... The most recent incidents with her, she's living in Arizona. She starts following this uh, on on social media, and this author that lives in southern Idaho, Chad Daybell, who's a doomsday author, you know, end of the world stuff. Well, she becomes a, a devout follower of him and his teachings. And in the course of, I want to say, in the course of, say, a four-month period, her husband dies in Arizona. She relo- her husband dies as a result of an altercation with her brother that he was later exoner- that the brother was later exonerated. She moves from Arizona to southern Idaho to be closer to Chad Daybell, who was married and had adult children. Within weeks of Lori Vallow getting to southern move- relocating to southern Idaho, Chad Daybell's wife dies of natural Whoopsie. natural causes. In her forties, by the way. Yes, allegedly. Chad Daybell also says, "Don't want an autopsy done." Just you know, and she's buried. And and then Lori Vallow also had two children. One was eight year old and a sixteen year old. And after relocating to northern or southern Idaho, those two kids go missing. Family members don't know where they are, and Lori Vallow keeps telling everyone that they're visiting other family members, and they are not. Long and short of it, those two children um, died, were killed, and their remains were found on Chad Daybell's property. Do you remember me mentioning that Chad Daybell's wife died? Yes. Yes. See, within three weeks of Chad Daybell's wife dying, 
Chad Daybell married Lori Vallow mm. in a ceremony in Hawaii. And as their children were, quote, missing, missing. Her children, they're in Hawaii having a good time. Yes, of course. Oh, nothing to be seen here. Uh, ultimately, they're arrested. Both of them are arrested in Hawaii, extradited back to southern Idaho. And currently, they are both on trial for the murder of the two children. And Chad Daybell is on trial mm-hmm. for the murder of his spouse. Because when they went and exhumed the body and took a look at it, they came up with evidence to suggest that it was not a natural birth and or natural death, mm-hmm. and he is facing charges there. They're seeking the death penalty. Right, Cal, yes. you miss. I was just going to say the the arrest came when they were ordered to produce the children by a court. Yes, and they took off and went to Hawaii and never produced the kids, and therefore this all snowballed at that. Right, point. so the grandma and grandpa that came concerned because yeah. the ch- children were missing. Now on these doomsdayers, just so you know. She also, and they also believed that the, there's supposed to be 144,000 people saved, that Jesus Christ was going to come in two, uh, July of 2021, which, by the way, didn't happen. Didn't happen. And, no, not that we know of. And that zombies, <laughs> zombies, people are, are taken over by zombies, and they have you know, worried that maybe the children may be taken over by zombies or other people. Here's an interesting fact. Here's an interesting fact. So... Lori Vallow's husband is killed in Arizona by her brother who claims self-defense. And as Lori shows up to the house and they say, your husband has been killed, she's seen laughing and talking on the on the camera with the police officer. That it's like, oh, well, you know, I got to head out to Walmart. You know, very nonchalant and very, like, didn't yeah. care. Now, ready for this. Yeah. As they start investigating... Daybell's wife's death, all of a sudden, hmm, and then start looking into the children's issue, Lori Vallow's brother dies. Mm. Shocker. That's of just, natural causes. Yes, of a lot of these natural cause people. So uh, that is interesting, too. You know, So what is going on now is they're all sitting there waiting for trial. Now, Lori, Day, I mean, uh, I mean, Lori Vallow slash Daybell, and Todd, you can talk about this. What happened is she was found to be incompetent she was. for trial. And what people got, have to understand this, the minute they – most people don't understand this concept. They can be rehabilitated to, to become competent, and what the courts did here is that she's incompetent at this point because this is going on for – since 2020, right? Um, and, and March of 2020 is kind of when this all started you know, coming to fruition, and they sent her off to be, quote, rehabilitated. And now the courts have held what? Now she has been deemed rehabilitated, competent to stand trial. The thing to understand is there's a difference between being found incompetent to stand trial and being found not guilty by reason of insanity, uh, of mental health defense. And th- those two, they're not the same thing. If you stand trial... You have to – your mental state has to be such that you can be of assistance to your lawyer in going over the defense and, and taking care of things. Did this happen? You have to be able to be of assistance to your lawyer mentally, and they believe that she was not at the time. They do believe that she has been restored to a state that now, as she stands trial, she'll understand the nature of the proceedings against her. She'll be of assistance to her attorney in the course and scope of the trial, and, and they were able to get her mentally to where she – uh, reach that standard. Now, what's going on? Here's the latest. Now that you've been caught up, this is the latest. So they're getting ready for trial. Still, it's still the way. Uh, it's not this next few months. I know it's coming up in a number of months. But the judge in this case of Lori Vallow is ordering a number of the documents sealed, and and they're claiming, at least many of the newspaper people are claiming that that is unusual for the amount of. Uh, things that the judge is sealing. Now, the other thing that is brought up is they believe that Lori Vallow's lawyer is on his fourth time filing a motion to not allow cameras in the courtroom. And the key, they keep kicking it back to him, the courts, not saying we, you know, you're going to lose the motion, but they, they didn't file it properly or something wasn't done properly and are telling him him or her to redo it. I believe it's a him that is her attorney. So what does that mean, Todd? What's well, going well, on the, there? The, the big thing right now, the, the big issue is media 
and in particularly one person that runs a blog that follows these type cases is jumping up and down because they don't have access to court documents because of the ceiling. And they're also trying to contest any order that keeps cameras out of the courtroom. They want to be able to report on this case at real time because that gets clicks on the website. And, oh, my gosh. And, 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 yeah. and I mean, look what happened with the Johnny Depp trial, right? Everybody paid attention to that, and it wasn't even a criminal case. And the court has to balance the rights, freedom of the press under the First Amendment to be there and to report on this against the rights of a defendant to receive a fair trial under their due process rights and fair trial under the Sixth Amendment, the, everything that applies to trials. And so oftentimes they'll ha- seal things and have stuff out. Now, the lawyer, I kind of get what the lawyer for Lori Vallow is doing. Have you noticed, you, you kind of touched on this, the way she just didn't seem to react mm-hmm. the way a normal person right. would, we think, at the death of her husband? And we see her... When she was making appearances in court and stuff, she she wanted to make smiling and like mugging for the camera and stuff. I see her lawyer sitting there saying, Judge, it's hard for me to put this in a brief, but my client becomes a different person when she knows cameras are there. Right. And I need her to focus on me and not be mugging for the camera and doing stuff. It's it, she she will not get a fair trial if this happens. We'll see how the court rules. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting to watch it. We still got time. I think it's going to be – if that goes on TV, that thing's going to be followed oh, yeah. heavily. And Somebody could just, claim COVID and they could just stream the trial. That would be okay. Yeah, Can't they just go too. wave a COVID that flag? That's true. Mm-hmm. That's that true. happens a lot. Well, we're going to follow Lori Vallow, but when we come back, hour two, do another case or no case. And the lady that told her kid to hit the other kid during a basketball game. That was a cheap shot. We'll yeah. be back. What's that about? That's uh, coming up on Radio Law Talk next hour, which starts at six minutes after the top of the hour. We give our local stations a chance to break away and do the news, and you a chance to break away and do what you do when you break away. We'll be back with more Radio Law Talk at six after with hour two. Stay tuned. been listening to radiolawtalk.com a copyrighted presentation of radio law talk incorporated this week on the green stock journal We're looking at public companies dedicated to environmentally friendly alternative energy sources. Blue Biofuels, trading under the symbol BIOF, has developed and patented a technology that can convert ordinary plant materials such as king grass, sugarcane bagasse, and farm waste into sugars that are used to create ethanol and sustainable aviation fuels. Blue Biofuels does this in a CO2-neutral and environmentally friendly manner. With the Ukraine war leading to grain shortages and record high corn prices, Blue Biofuels offers an alternative to corn-based ethanol by using plant-based waste. There are limitations in the amount of corn available for fuel, whereas there is sufficient plant-based feedstock suitable for the BIOF process to replace half the fossil fuels used in the U.S. Technologies like Blue Biofuels could be the answer that brings about a biofuels revolution, producing billions of gallons a year, making green energy production finally a reality. Do your research now on BIOF. For more on this story, visit GreenStockJournal.com. GreenStockJournal.com.